everybody. I gotta tell my mom to stop using horse turds in the recipe. I'm like, that's Tommy. How's it going, everyone? That's Kevin. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, for those wondering why Mike sounds so triumphant, he uh, messed up that opening a couple times. We'll go ahead and say eight times. Yeah. I'm going to say several. two because that's the truth. Uh, as you might have been able to tell in the last ten seconds, we do not have a guest today. Uh, I'm going to let you decide whether that's because we wanted to kick it old school or we could get nobody to come on the podcast. But we're we're kicking it old school. So, Tommy, what is our topic today? We're going to talk about the prank war in D3. And I yeah. think it's a really an overlooked element. Yes, it's kind of like the B story or the C story or maybe the D story, depending on how you rank them. I think well, the D think story the is the D3 story. Oh, that's good. That's clever. I thought the D story was Connie and Gee. Ooh. Like through the whole thing? Like because D, like for dick. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we have a mature rating on iTunes. I did, I did not make that connection. Way to go, Kevin. Yeah, so... We talked about the dinner in a previous Another episode. Another D story. There's, yeah, there's a D but story. But it starts with a W. Well done. Well to done. win, Coach O'Reilly and All right, that's enough. We gotta, we're way off the rails like 30 seconds left. So we talked about the dinner in a previous episode, but we're going to go back to the beginning. And really, it kind of starts when Cole puts his gum in Dwayne's hand at the assembly. Would that, would that qualify as the start of the prank war? Or would you put it at like the lunchtime period? I would. Um, I mean, I would say like the day the ducks enrolled. Like it was. It was a foregone conclusion that that was going to happen. You know what? You could make the argument that the prank war might have started with uh, them crashing the assembly. Oh yeah. yeah. And the varsity probably already they hated them. They didn't like those pukes. Quote Cole. Hi. We're the ducks. And they, they think, who are these arrogant pricks coming into, you know, our assembly? You know, we is, you know, we are the varsity. You know, we run this school and, you know, how dare they, you know, come in here with their, you know, weird duck jerseys and their hand me down pads, et cetera. You know, we got to teach them a lesson for, you know, trying to, you know, show off basically. Okay, so really the Ducks started it, and then the Varsity responded by, like, taking their lunch? See, I don't know if the Ducks started it, though. It was I inadvertent. Mean, yeah, I think they, I mean, they were just being themselves. I mean, I, I can't fault the Varsity for taking issue with it, but I don't know if you can fault the Ducks for starting it, quote-unquote. Can you fault the Varsity, then? Well, absolutely, I mean, because they followed up on it. Yeah, they, they might yeah, have felt like they had to, though. Yeah. Now, do you think, like, if the Ducks had come in, you know, very orderly and they came in, you know, hey, you know, thank you so much for letting us in here? No. They wouldn't have... No, because, I mean, in American sports, I don't know how it works in international sports. Sorry if I'm sliding anybody, but the older athletes pick on the younger athletes. It's just what they do. It's just what happens. That's That's true, but there's also... Kind of like a good nature to it. Yeah, sometimes. well, it depends. You never, on, it well, it, really obviously, depends it depends, but, like, I I think you're always going to find, like, you know, some of the younger kids are, especially because they know each other with, like, siblings, things like that, and it's going to be, some of it's not going to be, like, over-the-top hazing, although it's just going to be, like... Although that might have, that might be a, a good point that why it might have been a little over-the-top is because there were no, like, legacies 
at that point. They were all outsiders. Yeah, so Varsity definitely would have picked on JV even if it wasn't Plus the there was the brother that got yeah. squeezed out. So mm-hmm. there was like an like extra motivation. So there are always were going to be pranks, I think, but not to the extent. Okay, that's fair. So, as we mentioned, Varsity steals lunch. Conway comes in, and he drops the horse turds as the response. Is that a fair response, like, this early in the game? Because I feel like that really escalated it. That's, like that's like a shots fired kind of thing. That's, a, that's, pretty, that's pretty heavy for an early prank war. Yeah, but it's kind of like... If uh, they weren't gonna, like, it wouldn't have happened if they didn't steal at the lunch. And so, it's almost like, I can imagine some of the varsity players thinking, like, oh, that was pretty good. Like, without saying it, but, you know. It, it, and it's kind of like, tip when, of the cap. Like, if you go to prison, like, the first thing you do is, like, beat the shit out of the biggest guy in the mm-hmm. yard, like, to prove you're the toughest guy. So, you, you gotta, you have to make a big statement with your first one, you know, with your first prank. So, maybe, so ch- maybe ch- Charlie was being. Charlie was taking down the biggest guy in the yard in that. So was he consciously doing it, or was that just kind of like the effect it had? I think, it, I think Char- at that point, I think Charlie is consciously doing it. Charlie recognizes that they have to make a statement. Yeah, I, I agree. Then you can't, let, can't let the varsity just shove them around for yeah. like four years or whatever. Or not four, Plus, but... they still kind of think they are like the top dogs on campus at this yeah. point. That's true. They so kind of like they got the gold medals are showing off at this point. Okay, so I mean, is that a good leadership move by Charlie, like to to make this statement, or is that? I think. I mean, personality wise, I think it's a good move, but that's just me. I think so because the Ducks are uh, they needed it at that point. I think um, you know he could have like yeah, obviously everything he been like hey you know don't worry about it we'll we'll show him up on the ice one day, but. I think to do that kind of shows that Charlie is willing to go to bat for his teammates. And we hadn't really seen that too much in um, in terms of, like, a tough guy thing. Like, in the, yeah, the first two, he's, he's a good teammate and everything. And second one, obviously, he kind of gives up his spot for us. But And so they might think, oh, you know, Charlie's a good guy. But in this third one, they say, okay, Charlie's going to bat for us. Like, yes, he's the captain. You know, if I, you know, if someone, you know, slashes me. I know he's got my back. And and it's Charlie asserting himself, too. You yeah, know? you don't necessarily always want your captain to just be like, hey, man, calm down. You want mm-hmm. him to, like, get your back. Yeah. Okay. So that was a well-done move by Charlie because he comes in, and I kind of understand now why everyone was so incredulous about why uh, Orion took away the C from Charlie because it wasn't really that big of a deal in D1 or D2, but now it's he comes in, he steps up, they take away the C. It all makes sense now. So... The varsity comes in, and they respond with the old closing-the-shower move, and then the freshmen stink on the wall. Good response? Bad response? How, how do you take that? Um, you know... Wait, in, in, in what kind... Like, good good being clever, or good being... Was it, like, enough of a one-upsmanship to, to I think, I it kind of weak. take the advantage it's, it's, in the war. I, I agree with Kevin. A was weak. First of all, freshmen stink. Okay, I understand. Like it's you know in the documentary. It's a Disney have, documentary. Yeah, exactly. Um, but just throwing their clothes in the shower. Yeah. It's like first not of all, imaginative at all. Like really dick move. Like because yeah, Charlie was imaginative sure. with the you know the the horse turds and the yeah. brownie recipe, whatever. And so you, even if you're really pissed off, like, oh, I got shit on my hands. It's like okay, yeah, that that was pretty funny, whatever. And said, hey, let's just go ruin all their clothes. How about we well, do even that? at even it didn't even like ruin there. It was just like their clothes were wet. Like well, the 
I mean, I understand, like, now they don't have any clothes to wear, but it yeah. just seemed very, like, lazy to me. Like, very, a very lazy comeback. And also, I guess, since they live on campus, it's kind of like, oh, shit, now let me just run to my dorm in my, in my hockey pads yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Like, more of an inconvenience. I think. But I guess also, at, right after practice, you're, you know, just dead exhausted, and all you want to do is, like, get in the shower and then, like, put on some fresh clothes. Yeah. Can't do that. It would suck to have your clothes thrown in the shower and then. Like yeah. for for people like Charlie who don't live there, I think it's more of an effect because they have to go like home in these cold. Oh clothes. yeah, that's a good point. So like, yeah, because like half the teams in the dorm, but half of them isn't. So freshmen, the Ducks, whatever you want to call them, they respond with the li- liquid nitrogen move. Varsity sucks ice. That seems like a big step from closing the shower to literally destroying the entire. That was a power <laughs> move. Like that was that was like the uh we're the new kids in town, like we're the new gang, like get off of our fucking block, you know. And I guess they were just kind of and if you look at the the pranks, they kinda of mirror like Charlie with the um, like Cole steals his lunch, whatever, and so they puts the turds in the in the bag. And so the varsity they ruin their clothes and so they ruin their uniforms. And so they were like one upping them. But not like going way overboard just yet. I I don't know. I thought that was pretty. I mean, I I know I understand why they did it, and I respect it. <laughs> but that, that was pretty fucking overboard. Like they literally destroyed their clothes. Their I mean, I also don't understand how they don't get into really deep shit. Yeah, with yeah. the school for that. That was gonna be my next point. So they're risking like getting kicked out of the school here because they steal the thing from the chemistry class, and then they go in. And they destroy all these people. Like, that's a lawsuit way to like happen. thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars. Yeah. And you're destroying, like, varsity jackets, stuff with, like, sentimental value. Probably some watches and stuff in yeah. there, too. Yeah. So, um, when you look at it, should they have spared Banksy in that situation? No, because if they spare Banksy, then varsity, I think, turns on him. On Banksy, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're oh. they're kind of saving him by not exactly. Saving him. It's like if you were um kind of like stage a robbery or something like that, and you you want to make sure to like you punch you, the guy. You, you punch the guy yeah. even though like he's in on it or whatever. Yeah. Interesting. So I don't know if they... that really helped him at all, but yeah, I think they were I think they were doing their best to spare Banksy in that moment by. Well, fucking they, up his shit too. Okay, so they realize that because they say in in the documentary like, "Oh, he's one of them now." He's like, "Whatever." So he just sprays it. Do they realize the the situation there? Is that a situation where they really like have turned on Banks? Well, I don't think so because Russ is one who goes like, "Sorry, cake eater," right? Yeah. And so maybe he's just a quick thinker, and he's like, "We have to get him because otherwise." Like, they're going to think, you know, something's up, and they're not going to... He's looking out for Banks. Yeah. Even though the other ones are like, hey, maybe we shouldn't do this to Banks. Yeah. Okay. And so, in like, in reality, Russ had his, Banks' best interest. This and is also, a... I mean, they were all rich. Like, all the varsity kids were rich. So, like, yeah, it's an inconvenience, but they could afford to replace it. That's true. That's true. But it is, like, a big step up. Should the varsity have, have reported them or whatever right then and just... Squash this before they could have gotten them expelled before I somebody got. Oh, that would have been a clever move, just to get them expelled. But would they? Would they have done that? That's not a they? clever move. Well, if they right, if they wanted them gone, I mean, move. they would have. Okay. There's no cleverness about that. That would well, have been like the ultimate move. 
for them to make to get them expelled from school, but it's not clever. Well, I would say... Let's not give the varsity too much credit here. <laughs> I would say the move would be like just to respond and keep one up and it one up it. So it takes some thought to say, like, we're going to swallow our pride and go to the administration and get them expelled. Because that's really what we really want. But that's not clever. There's no cleverness there. There's there's a little bit of thought there. Maybe clever wasn't the right word. Yeah, I I, I agree with Kevin. Yeah. All right, fine. That's some weak shit. Fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> so they step it up and they have this little dinner, which we've talked about. I mentioned. You want to say something, Kevin? I was I was just gonna say, what was the final tally on the dinner tab? Oh, Three. it was like. Eight hundred and sixty something. Like dollars. that's nothing compared yeah. to the damage that they did in the locker room. Interesting. And so how like and we we've kinda of talked about this before, but how many like people were at the dinner? Around like twenty two, twenty four in that range. Okay, and so eight hundred bucks for twenty four people, it's like you know, that that's nice, but it's not like, oh my god, it's ridiculous. It's I mean, if you really think about it, that was a pretty weak comeback from the varsity team. Like that that probably wouldn't even covered like a quarter of the damage that, that well they did. Yeah, you, ha- you have to think about it though. They they know that JV they're you know they're not affluent, and so they are gonna have to pay for it somehow. And and they essentially ruin their entire night. Mm-hmm. And so they're sit there like washing dishes, whatever. I still and, maintain that's not that. So like two a.m. They ruin their night. Yeah, but when you're you know thirteen or whatever, and you're if you're sitting next to Goldberg cleaning toilets. <laughs> You're just like, you know, fuck my life. I still think they could have done better. What do you think would have been an appropriate response? Yeah. I mean, aside from, like, kicking the shit out of all of them, <laughs> uh, I don't know, driving them out to the middle of nowhere and, like, making them, like, walk back. All right. You know, like, like, driving them, put like, dropping them off in Canada somewhere and making them find their way oh, back. Oh, so being like, oh, the restaurant is actually in Canada. Like, bring your passports, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You didn't need passports back then. I wonder, though, if... Because I think we talked about uh, hazing, like, it was always going to happen. Mm-hmm. Do you think there was an incident, like, maybe years before, or maybe not too far before, where Varsity took it too far against JV, and maybe someone died? Probably. And they had to, like, cover it up or something like that? <laughs> probably. <laughs> I mean, they probably did it, and it probably, like, was a big deal for, like, a year or two, and then things kind of just reverted back to the same I mean trajectory. they kept winning championships so who the fuck cares yeah, well, do you so think maybe their coach is like look you know I know you're gonna haze them whatever but don't kill them we don't want like the cops poking around here again <laughs> I know I give this speech every year guys <laughs> and I know no one ever listens <laughs> so and also this was like an organic opportunity because I do think they probably do like take them out to dinner yeah. every time and like they maybe like and it's always maybe it's always like a trick mm-hmm. I don't know you bring up a good point. Like, should the coaches on either side have known about this, and should they have intervened at some point? I think if you're a coach or Ryan, you don't intervene because this is a good team building exercise. I think if you're the JV team, if you're the varsity coach, you're probably like, you know, if this doesn't affect you know your eligibility, if this doesn't affect how we're going to perform the ice. You know, boys will be boys. Because it seems like an old school, you know, a little bit of hazing is good. And, I mean, pretty much in any sport in America or in the world, the top the top dog, the head coach, doesn't intervene until somebody gets arrested or dies. Yeah. or Like, they really don't care until it 
directly affects their team. So at this point, he has he has no issue, or if he even knows about it, he doesn't care. No, he probably knows, but yeah. Do you, how do you think he reacted to like their locker room getting destroyed? With the... yeah, they, see, that's kind of where like the disconnect is for me. Like there had to have been some sort of repercussion, like for for the JV team. Uh, I mean, it's not like, ah, boys will be boys. Like, that's like monetary damage, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's not like they can just say, ah, oh, we'll just get new jerseys and new... Well, well, the thing is, though, they were on the ice, like, practicing whatever. So you can make the argument that it was just, like, their street clothes and their letter jackets yeah. that were destroyed. It wasn't, you know, like, you know, these super expensive goalie pads or whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. And, and maybe the JV was Barnabas was like, hey, like, don't, you know, spray his no goalie mask property, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's and that way, it's kind of like, like, hey, oh, my shirt's ruined. It's like, well, then you were in their shirt first with the water. And, Calm and, down. And and in that scenario, there's also the, the, I mean, it's unrealistic to think that a coach, no coach saw that, but the varsity was like, all right, let's keep this quiet and let's take it out on them. Yeah, ourselves. exactly. I mean, that's unrealistic because I don't think it would have been possible for them to pull that off without some coach somewhere seeing that, but. Is a distinct possibility too. Yeah, the Tommy, your point about Coach Orion letting it go—that makes sense to build the team. You got to have somebody to fight against, and mm-hmm. you know this JV varsity show. That makes sense. My issue is with Coach Wilson. Like he should have been—he's won nine straight state championships. He should have realized what's going on here. But he should have at said, every level, though, out. that's we're what, better. Than that's that. what happens, though. That at, at, at every level of every sport, not yeah, that the head extreme, coach is, is oblivious until. Someone dies or, you know, well, someone rapes to, somebody. Or, pretends you know. to be oblivious. Yeah, exactly. Well, you have the team losing all their, like, possessions with liquid nitrogen. Like, <laughs> you should. At that point, I think Coach Wilson's got to be like, okay, you have this fucking dinner. Maybe he does go, you have this dinner, and then it's done. And then he's not. No, I don't think JV. he says anything. I think he completely ignores all of it. Really? So Absolutely. he knows, but he ignores it, even Absolutely. though it's like they... Absolutely. That's bad coaching to me. Like, you're better than that. That's you're what the every coach at every level does. You're the varsity. You don't every need to do Every coach at this. every level does that. You don't need to do this. You know this This showdown is coming up. you got to have that edge. So why are you doing it? Like, well, maybe... I don't know how big the varsity JV showdown is, because, like, who gives a shit about that? Yeah, the varsity, that's varsity it's not a big that's, deal. Yeah. That's an underrated It's, point. like, the biggest deal for the JV, but not for the varsity. Yeah, and, it, and then he, like, I don't know. It's just tough, because I think Wilson would essentially be, like, I've got way too much shit to worry about. Like, don't let it bother me. Don't let a kid die. It's fine. And don't come crying to me if you're, like, your shoes are frozen, okay? okay? You know, be a man or whatever. Or something like, like kill that. Kill the guy or something. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That so makes sense. Call our team fixer. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, after the whole dinner incident, you have the ants move. And the ants... That so was imaginative as fuck. That was a great, that was a great, like, creativity there. That would have taken so long to plan and prep. How many like mo- like? All you gotta do is make a run to Home Depot and grab the grab the hose. So, and yeah, the hose. Set. They had like so many hoses. It wasn't one hose that they put like. Oh, yeah. They have like, imagine you know we have like an eight person beer bong. I mean, but they do have a long history of like prank ability. Like that's true. Like they like they grew people. up knowing how to do this shit. You know they they can plan this shit in their sleep. 
That's true. And how long do you think it took those ants to like? Oh, I guess they never They put them in a jar and then they brought them over. Yeah. That was so. That was good planning. They had to make sure to have a big jar and a funnel. Plus, yeah, funnel. I, plus, it was like a double edged Like you got to stick it to the weirdo administrator that nobody really liked. Dean Buckley. Yeah. And I think they liked Dean Buckley. Well, yeah. they, well, they liked him as much. I mean, I think they liked him at that time. He hadn't like. Plus, he's like he's like a nerd that they're like ah. Stick it to the yeah. nerd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Great planning on their part. They had all the tubes. They had the rope to tie everything together. That was, I think, the, the key. key. Yeah. Like, Who do you think it was that came up with that? Averman. I would say Averman. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe Averman came up with the idea, like, like with the ants, but maybe like, like Russ. No, like Kenny Wu was. We have oh, to tie their like sneaky. their um their doors together. Yeah, that's good. Because he he might have been like guys, I really don't want to do this, but then like we see him do it, I was like, okay, do it if you're gonna if do, we're it, gonna do, do it, do it. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And then they coordinate with Dwayne stealing a horse. Yeah, and, and thank God he's got his, like his mask, right? He's wearing a mask when he does it. Yeah, he's wearing like a Zorro type mask <laughs> yeah. there. Masked Rider, pro- or not yeah. Masked Rider? Uh, who's the Lone Ranger? Yeah, there you go. So and Connie and Gear, the lookouts. They're at their little lookouts, which oh, you can like we knew, we knew two lookouts, and Gee's like me, Connie. <laughs> <laughs> we all just raised our hands, simulating that. By the way, so did they? Did the ducks know Cole was jumping out, or did they have Dwayne just as like a patrolman? I wonder if they probably scouted this for a little bit, and Cole maybe seems like the guy who would like maybe sneak out. And so, like, oh, like, hey, like every bail. like every Thursday at like nine, Cole sneaks out to go visit his girlfriend on the other campus or something like that, or he sneaks out to go to like a pie eating contest. I don't know. <laughs> Classic Cole. And so they know like Cole is gonna come back, and you know, or maybe they have someone patrolling because they're ready for it. And so they kind of like watch their shifts, and they know like, okay, we need to do it on the day that Cole is doing it because we know that he's not very fast, and Dwayne could rope him or whatever. So I think there was a lot of planning that went into this. Okay, that makes sense. Like, also, you have to account for the fact that maybe Dwayne was just—he just happened to be out there on a horse. <laughs> That's <laughs> he just true. Does that every day. <laughs> it's like where's Dwayne? He had Dwayne? no idea that they were pranking anybody. He <laughs> just happened to be out there. Well, and do we think that there was like an equestrian team at the school? That's how we got the horse. Yes. Yeah. There, there are some horses featured in the beginning when they're going to school. So. There's there's horses around, so I don't think he went to like a farm and like rode the horse miles up the road. <laughs> now, roping Cole and hog tying him is that a little too far? I mean, you could almost say that that's like I don't know, relatively or yeah, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, I think you're kind of banking at that point on like them keeping their mouths shut, like gentleman's agreement if you will mm-hmm. i think the fact that they didn't say anything after like the whole freezing their clothes yeah. they, they all know what's going on it, i mean it'd be more of an embarrassment for cole too if like they were to like go to the authorities or you know yeah that's true like, Cole's, yeah he's like, the he, tough he, guy he's not the kind of guy who's gonna yeah. like squeal and cry about but it. he is the guy, kind of guy like i don't understand why cole is just like come back and just beat the shit out of Dwayne. Yeah. oh yeah that's true he should so that brings up the next point which is Riley comes up and just challenges them to this scrimmage at dawn, and that seems to be the end of the whole thing. Is that obviously the varsity is winning until the fight comes and whatnot? But like, is that a good ending, or should the varsity have continued this to to kind of get the upper hand? Did they need to 
do another prank. I I I mean, once you're that in deep, like you have to keep one upping each other. I think they just kind of I don't know. I guess well, they, they beat just... the shit out of them in uh the varsity or in like their little dawn game yeah. scrimmage. Well, I that would argue true. that they like should have like literally beat the shit out of them early, like like not hockey wise, like oh like, yeah, beat the shit out of them and like till like like bloody and bruised. I don't think. Oh, well, I think that goes back into the. They probably had like a really bad hazing where it's like beating shit, and so they know, and so maybe Wilson's like, "Look, I don't give a Just shit what happens. Like, like, don't hit them, and especially like, it's like if you have like a solid, it's like if you like mess up our string of state championships, and I can imagine something like that happened before, mm-hmm. and so, and also they were probably just extremely rough during the scrimmage, and so if you like hit someone with your stick, hey, it's part of the game, and there's no refs there, yeah, so. Yeah, that game was surprisingly clean. Until yeah, until yeah. Charlie took down Banks. That's a good point. So when you look at it, who's to blame? Who's the winner out of this? I give the, uh, the Ducks for creativity alone. Like they killed the them. ant move. Yeah. And also, it's like which receiving end of these pranks would you rather not be on? The ants, obviously. The frozen clothes. Yeah. I mean, and the poop thing is one person got affected by that, but yeah, the dinner as well. Dinner? Actually, I think the dinner is like a ah ha, that was funny. Whatever. Well, not if no you're broke and. Well, all they had to they lost the night. Like, I think I, that's I, like a tiny drop in the bucket compared well, I, to their prank. I think though, when you're when you're 14, it it can it seems not necessarily the the night, but it's like holy shit, you know, we're gonna have to stay here for you know 10 hours washing dishes, whatever. I I would trade that for their pranks. Yeah, I'd trade ten of those nights for their pranks. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that like it wasn't. Like, I don't think that was bad at all for them. I mean, yeah, they had to clean some dishes, whatever. Okay. So the ducks are the plus clear they get winners. to like they were imaginative as fuck with their pranks. Like they were, they killed it. That's all true. Right. So ducks clear winners. Was anything over the line then? I I think the the nitrogen was a bit over the line. Like, I think that like, like the ants, property. it's like the ants thing. It's like like I'm allergic to fire ants. It's like what if one of those <laughs> yeah. and like they they've got the doors closed yeah. and it's like they, they open it. So I got you good. It's like hey dude, Mike, write John, that down. John is dead. <laughs> yeah, they so. could have killed someone. That's a great point. That might have been a little too far. Just just keep them with them in their rooms. There also might have been like I bet you at least one of them has psychological damage after that. It's like the next time they go to sleep, they feel an itch, they like jump out of their bed, and they can't really sleep anymore. And like that you got to start taking like you know pills or whatever to fall asleep. That, that that documentary could have taken a quick My Girl turn, like you know. I actually never I've never seen My Girl. Yeah. Wow, that could that movie could be about anything. You can make it up right now. <laughs> yeah, Macaulay but I Culkin. Agree. Nobody. Macaulay Culkin fights some giant ants. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what it's about. Starring Rick Moranis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin, do you have the quack question? Uh, I do, or I did. Um, he did. Yeah, okay, there we go. Oh, hang on. All right. And, uh, okay, I got for it, you got new it, listeners, got it here. quack question um, is uh, we take questions from uh, from listeners. Yeah, from, tweet us. From hashtag our, from quack our quackalites. Yes, quackalites, sorry. Um, All right, so, yes, please, please. I mean, if you like to make our lives easier, which I don't know if you do or do not, whatever, but use the hashtag quack question. It seriously makes it a lot easier, and it makes us e- makes it easier to find your, your great questions because we know you guys have great questions. Um, so this one comes from 
Um, I'm, I, I'm guessing his name is Tyler. His his uh, his Twitter handle is at Sylvie Wavy. Um, his question is the Air Bombay Loafer. What does it look like? Form? Function? Are there enough kids who want to coach? Hashtag quack question. Um, I'd like to take a first quick little stab at this. Okay, go for um, it. I like to imagine the uh, Air Bombay Loafer uh, kind of like the original Kobe sneaker, where it was kind of like a futuristic space age looking shoe that, that like nobody really got. Like, yeah, people loved Kobe, but they did, like the shoe was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. You know, I can imagine the, the Bombay Loafer being a little bit like that, like like weird, like chrome silvery, like. They went like they'd go a little too far trying to make it cool for kids. Mm-hmm. I think this all depends on how much influence Gordon Bombay had on the actual product. Like if you take a shoe company and you just let them do their thing and like Gordon put his name on it, I think it goes like that. I think Gordon is like a button-down type of guy, so I'm sure his his loafer would be very like if he had to design it, it would be very traditional and it would just be marked up because it had the name. It's it, but also, like, I don't know. I don't know how much Bombay would realize, like, if that was going to work ever, like, you'd have to do something completely different for it to work. Like, you'd have to be out there, otherwise it's just another shoe. Well, I think if, at this point, Bombay is, do you think he's a household name? He's getting At there. this point, well, one, does the Air Bombay Loafer come out after the Junior Goodwill Games? Yeah, then, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Remember, he's the Minnesota Miracle Man. I think he's big. They market the hell out of him. That's true. They did get on the weedy spikes. I think he's big in hockey circles. I think everyone in hockey circles know his name. I think just in terms of the general public, there's it's not it's definitely not as much. It may be like a third. See, that's what I'm saying. Like they'd have to like completely change the loafer game for it to work. Now, here's what I think. Now, this is for kids who want to coach. I think it would be more successful if you market it toward like businessmen who like want to win. Oh. That's and good. so and want to stand out while doing so. Exactly. You want to look sharp. Yeah. And so like I wear these Bombay loafers, you know, I I I feel like I'm going to win all the time cuz like a regular coach is going to wear that and be like no that's fucking stupid. I'm not wearing those shoes. But if you get like an insecure businessman or something like that or or even just like a like a uh like a youth league hockey coach. It's just like I'm putting my Bombay's on today, and we're gonna win. <laughs> yeah, you know? just like a 17 year old who's doing it, you know, in the summer. Or even just college. like a dad. You know? Dad, yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Okay. Just win, baby. So you're saying if the original plan goes through and they just want to market it to kids who want to coach, it fails. Absolutely. Yes, unless maybe you like you put some flashing lights. Yeah, on. make it like LA gear. Boom. <laughs> 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 Okay. Love yeah. those. Shoes. Or you could put like um like skate like the little like wheels on it too. That, and that so was, like that was way before that technology was available. Well, they probably had to quash it because Bombay Loafer never. That's a good point. Because maybe you could also do like so sometimes you you're saying, a player coach also. So are you saying that the what what were they called wheelie wheelie technology? Yeah. That the Bombay loafer concept is responsible for the technology that brought us the wheelie. Yeah, shoe? I, I mean, I think that's a so that's a sketcher shoe. I think is that's an sketcher? accepted fact. I don't know. Like, I think that's just the Michael truth. put it in the show notes. <laughs> you can just Google it. Like, I don't. No, Michael put it in the show notes. <laughs> I do think you need to put the uh, those original Kobe sneakers in the show notes. Yes, I will. I do will. You, 
Do you not know? Do you not no, know I'll... There, there were... I remember, th- like, as, like, a 12-year-old thinking that they were ridiculous. I, I remember the original T-Macs, and I thought those were oh, awesome. The, oh, the T-Macs were yeah. the best. Okay. The, T-Mac, the T-Mac 2s? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Back to the Bombay. The Stevie franchises that were the bomb. I just remember the Stevie franchise had come out with like some sneakers now that are for like drunk guys stumbling around. <laughs> oh, just kidding, Stevie <laughs> franchise. Wow, hey Stevie, Stevie, if you want to come on the show, we love you. Yeah, yeah. Um, D- disregard Tommy's comments. You can come on the show. It's all good. Uh, Thequickdick.com. Contact us, Steve. So when you look at the Bombay loafer, we talked about kind of the form. We talked about like the success rate. He also mentioned, Tyler also mentioned the function. Now, we got into that a little bit with the wheelie, but, like, what would a good coaching loafer need? I guess you need, like, traction if you're running around. If you're on, like, a basketball court, like, you can't be, like, running around squeaking or anything, and you can't be slipping. And then maybe also if you're on the ice, you need to be able to walk on the ice. So would that be a whole different kind of traction that you need? Yeah, so you you sell different kinds. Like, this is for basketball soles. I don't know. Has anybody tried that before? You could do that, or you can do the. You sell like double the pairs. Like these are basketball coaches. You I think know, these we are just thought of a coaches. good business idea, guys. Interchangeable souls. That's, that sounds like a like a band. Interchangeable souls. <laughs> Either way, it's not a bad idea. I like it. Maybe like put little cleats on it for like a football. Plus, coach. like a backup whistle somewhere tucked away. Oh, I like that. Ooh, yeah. Just like in the ankle. Yeah. And then yeah. also, you can do like the thing that Reef does in their sandals, like with a flask. Like for when you really need that. Or yeah, you put like a bottle opener on the bottom of it. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. Okay. So, I mean, at the end of the the day, Air Bombay Loafer, success or not? I think for kids, no. Market no, it to yeah. adults at that in that time frame with Bombay. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So, if you have any thoughts on the Air Bombay Loafer, you know where to go. Thequacktech.com. You can contact us there. Or... On Twitter, at QuackDeckPod. Send us your quack questions. Use the hashtag. Please use the hashtag. For the love of God, use the hashtag. <laughs> use the hashtag, goddammit. Go to Facebook.com slash QuackDeckPod. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Then write a review. We got it. We got another review the other day. So, appreciate that. Uh, also, we- if you have any suggestions for the Bombay Loafers, throw them in there. Yeah. Throw them in right into the review. And we will read them. We got a lot of the good stuff coming up, so stay tuned. At least we hope we have a lot of good stuff coming up. We're not really the best, like, planning in the future, but we will have some good stuff. I guarantee it. Tommy I mean, and I definitely will have some good stuff. <laughs> Floor, or we Mike. take it one pot at a time, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best approach. But, so stay tuned. Keep telling your friends. Keep spreading the word out here. Keep the movement alive. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack.